Hello, my friends. Do you know what tonight is? It's the winter solstice. For me it is, anyway, here in my forest. And so it grew dark very early today. And it seems that everything grew very, very quiet, very quickly. I have said it's been quiet here lately anyway. Tonight especially so. I'm a little afraid, though. You see, I asked my cards what my gift for you was. It is, after all, the season of giving. And I wanted to give you a gift tonight. But I also don't really have anything. Not here in our imaginary forest. I have stories, though. So I asked my tarot cards what story to give you. Shuffled, shuffled, I shuffled the question out through my hands. I tried to cut the deck several times, but it was not right. No, not this one. No, not that one, even though I couldn't see the cards. Was I cheating, because they all appeared reversed? No matter how hard I shuffled, the cards all seemed to be reversed from what I could tell staring at the backs of them. Was my subconscious not wanting me to accept a reversed card? Something I incorrectly already assumed was negative. Eventually I cut the deck and my hands screamed, This one. But it was still reversed. So I accepted my fate. It was the lover's. Reversed. Do you remember the last time we saw this card? We've seen the lovers several times, but reversed. Only once. When I told you a myth of mine about chaos. She is one of my favorite collectibles. One of my favorite creations, this goddess, this spirit whatever we think she is. She brings change. She brings growth. We fear her, and that is not wrong, but she is also a necessary beast. I spoke of her last time because the lover's reversed represents conflict, imbalance, disharmony. But this card can also represent detachment, sacrifice, Confusion between what we want and what we fear. And in love it can also be... Coldness. I once told you the tale of a man who fell in love with chaos. Let us return to him. And to her. I return to her often. She who was once chained and wrongfully imprisoned by those who confused her for evil. She whose true form is beautiful and dangerous and sharp. The rose and the thorn, the venom and the antidote. I return to her often, because I love those like her. Fearsome creatures from another world, 
or very much from our world, who we have difficulty seeing, let alone accepting. I want to talk about him, though. The young man who fell in love with her. The young man who won her wild heart. With a song that came from him in a moment of despair and ecstasy. With a song of complete and utter worship. Travelers all will sing out her song. Sing as she dances in chains. Sing though they tell you that you may be wrong to help her break free of her reins. Sing out for her as she rises and falls. Sing loudly for her, as well must we all. Sing out for her, and she'll dance as she once did before. As she once did before. Oh, in love with the night. Oh, in love with the fight for it all. Oh, in love with the mayhem she'll bring. If you ask, would you ask? If you ask me, we're all in her throng. Sing out verse after verse, no need to rehearse, she's in love with it all. Sing every note, every word, each one will be heard, she's in love with it all. In all her years, whether imprisoned or free, celebrated or detested, she had never been worshipped quite like that. And so she loved him. For all the disorder and confusion she left in her wake, and for all the tumult he had to understand and accept being Chaos's lover, they were as true to one another as true could be. Where she went, he followed, though she never had a plan. Her great work, she would call it, had no rhyme nor reason. It was just change, wanton change that followed in her wake. She loved everything, you see. She loved the forests, the rivers, the skies, the villages the cities, the animals, the birds, everything. And though it perhaps made her weep to see her presence affect the things she loved in a destructive way, her lover would hold her and comfort her and remind her to keep watching, keep waiting. See the flowers that can grow from a flood? See the grapes that emerge from volcanic ash? See the beauty of the stars after a storm. You are part of that balance, my love. You just need to trust that. And so she loved him. She loved he who loved her unconditionally. And he did love her unconditionally. Who she was as a woman, beautiful and dangerous too. But also as a spirit as a creature of immediacy, as a being who lived only and always in the present. 
it made him realize, indeed, that time does not exist. But mortality does. Of course it does. And so it was that one day, a day much like this one was, in fact, as they were picking arctic raspberries late into the afternoon, they hadn't realized how dark it was growing, and how quickly. Their travels had found them in the North Pole, where it was always frozen, always cold, and quite empty and desolate. And in the shadow of a great snowy mountain, they did not heed the warning signs, the screeching birds, the fleeing reindeer, the rumbling earth for these types of things accompanied chaos where she went very frequently, and they were not unusual. And because he was chaos's consort, disaster often surrounded him. Only this time the light was too dim, and chaos was distracted by the early appearance of the stars, and she did not act in time. A great vibration from below. A loud roar from above. An avalanche. A cascade of snow from the mountain swept through and swept them both away. Though she, an immortal goddess of anarchy, was quite safe and found her way to the surface and to air quickly enough, Chaos's lover was simply a man, and she could not find him. She called for him. She dug through the snow with her bare hands. She wept and she screamed and she fought and she dug, but to no avail. Days passed, weeks passed, months passed. Understand that for chaos and for us, again, time did not exist. And she could not find him. She wept bitter tears that froze midair like suspended diamonds. And eventually she needed to move on. She needed to leave the North Pole. Quiet was taking over the world. Order was too dominant without her. And since order is largely a man-made thing, left alone to its own devices, order can create its own kind of malevolence. She had to come back. She had to create randomness. She had to birth havoc. She had to leave this snowy place. Chaos wept from that day forward. And wherever she went, her coming was marked with her horrible wailing, her red, tired eyes, and her energy took on a pained, vengeful, almost ruthless air. Chaos is neither good nor evil, ever, but sometimes she can be overzealous. And when she is heartbroken, the world knows it. And on the next day, like that cursed one that found her, one year later, exactly, she was alone, 
in a little house. A little cottage that she had called her own in a desolate forest. Not unlike this one here that you and I find ourselves in. She sat by a fire, her tears still stinging her eyes, red circles around her eyes. She found no joy, no celebration in her own mayhem anymore. And chaos without joy is often just destruction. She did not want to destroy, but she felt this rage, this pain, this anger, this grief building in her, and she knew she had to do something about it. She was too wise, too powerful to be conquered by her own grief. But oh, how she missed him. Come back to your bride, my darling. You once broke all my chains. Come back to me, return to me, before nothing else remains. I sing for you, I sigh for you. Loudly I cry to the night I sing for you And no one but you Come bring back the light Oh, in love with the one who believed In all that I ever achieved Oh, in love with the one who remained In love, in joy, in fright Return to me, that's all. Oh, return to me, that's all. Follow my voice, follow the sound of frozen tears as they fall to the ground. Follow my voice so I can be found. Return to me, that's all. The fire went out in an instant, as a great gust of frigid wind blasted through the chimney and down, shaking her hair as it blew past her. And chaos stopped her song. All of the light in the little hut was extinguished. It was terribly cold and awfully frightful. And chaos normally a frightful thing in her own right, trembled a little. She forgot how potent her magic was in her grief. She forgot how the world listened to her songs with its own trembling kind of fear. What had she wrought now? A loud crash suddenly as something, some creature fell from the chimney down, down into the burning embers of the fire that had just a moment ago been there. Bony, purple fingers clutched at those embers, 
bony purple toes did too. So claw-like were the thing's appendages. A terrible chattering sound, as it seemed to vibrate, to shake violently with its whole body. A hoarse, hissing breathing, accompanied by awful wheezing. It had a mane of gray hair, hair that had perhaps recently been dark, but was now threaded with white so thoroughly, perhaps from shock or cold or something worse than both of those. Thick curls tumbling over its face, curls coated heavily in snow, eyebrows too, and then... Red eyes. Entirely red. No whites in them. No irises. Only red. But for the pinprick of white light. Laser-like. Shining through the pupils. They looked up at her. The two pinpricks of light like tiny, thin daggers. Falling on her eyes and blinding her for a moment. She scrambled backwards, screaming, hands rising up to protect her eyes too late. Everything was black. She could not see anything. She heard the thing's footsteps, though. Heavy. Rumbling against the ground, like an avalanche. And the closer it grew... The colder she felt. She heard its breath growing closer and closer. She felt its breath at her hand, and something freezing pressing against it. The thing's nose, smelling at her. Chaos trembled. Never had she encountered a thing like this before. A thing that came with a cold winter solstice wind. A thing that extinguished the light, but created a much more potent one. A dangerous one. She felt that cold breath draw away from her. And she began to see something. Only a blur as her eyes adjusted once more to the room, dark as it was. The shape of a man, leaning over her, an arm wrapped around her shoulders, lifting her up, and she felt terrified at how very hard it was, how very solid, like rock, like ice those purple-clawed fingers pressed into her flesh, and though they were gentle, they too were painfully cold. It wrapped her up and cradled chaos without fear, like a child. And then it froze there. It didn't move. It didn't breathe. It was frozen whatever it was. Its eyes closed, 
Chaos could look up at the face more closely now. A purple nose with a little white at the tip, completely frozen. Lips so purple they almost appeared black. She raised her hand up to the thing's face, pressed her cupped palm to its cheek. Though it was so cold, it hurt her to do so. As she did it, it inhaled slowly and began to tremble, to vibrate, to shiver once more. Like a machine starting itself back up again. Like a thing coming out of hibernation. Thawing very slowly. She had brought him back. Chaos makes her own rules. And in her mourning, she had brought him back. A thing that perhaps ought not to have been brought back. Yet here he was, her love, her great love. He who stood by her immortal disharmony, even to his own destruction. He had her now, and though she was a little afraid of what he had become, what she had made him, her joy overpowered that love. You sang for me. He uttered with great difficulty. She kept her hand to his cheek and wept. Wept for joy. Wept for grief at what he had become. Wept for gratitude in the magic she never understood, and would never presume to understand. She nodded. Words could not express how many songs he deserved after his unfailing loyalty. So she just nodded. Sing it again. He managed, and so she did. You once broke all my chains. Come back to me, return to me, before nothing else remains. I sing for you, I sigh for you. And though his eyes would be eternally red and cursed, and though his fingers and toes were forever frozen and twisted, and though he was haunted by days of freezing to death, and a year of sleeping in death, and only hours of the excruciating experience of being resurrected from death, he smiled, and he sang to his love once more. Tell you that you may to wrong to 
will help it break free of the rains. I sing out for her as she rises and falls. Sing loudly for her, as well must we all. I sing out for her, and she'll dance as she once did before. She once did before. Oh, in love with the night. Oh, in all that I ever achieved. Oh, in love with the one whom she'll bring. If you ask, would you ask? If you ask me, we're all. Return to me, that's all. After verse, no need to rehearse. She's in love with it all. Tears as they fall to the ground. Sing every note, every word. So I can be heard. She's in love with it all. The longest night happened for the first time that night. Chaos, so overjoyed that she was in the arms of her beloved once more, she froze the sun. Just for a little bit. Just so that they could stay there. And sing. And so, every winter solstice at the darkest and coldest point of the night. I stop what I'm doing. I go outside, no matter how cold it is, no matter how badly I shiver, and I listen. I listen to the wind. I listen to the night. And I listen for the sound of singing distant though it may be, I listen for the sound of chaos, and he who walks with her, with his piercing eyes that can cut through snow. If this season she visits you with him, and she is always with him, you see the shadow of a strange couple at your door, or perhaps in the hallway, or perhaps outside your window, late at night. She, wrapped in her broken chains, and he, still shivering, strong as mountain stone. You better let them sing for you, too. It is what keeps them happy. And if Chaos or her lover is unhappy during the longest night of the year, just let them sing for you. Listen patiently. Reflect on what you love. Reflect on what you fear. 
Reflect on what makes you sing. Good night, my friends. However long it may be, have a good night. And happy holidays. Hello, my friends, and happy holidays to you. This is Kristen Zaza, the writer, narrator, podcaster, composer, etc. behind On a Dark Cold Night, and thank you so much for joining me for episode 175. Not that I have an official anything here, but we can safely call this our holiday episode. I may or may not take next week off. I'm still undecided and just waiting to see how the holiday plays out. Things are a little tough here right now with pandemic stuff, and schedules are changing constantly, so I'm just sort of taking things one day at a time. I'll be sure to keep you in the loop on social media. But in the meantime, please stay safe, and of course, enjoy yourselves and your holiday. Get lots of rest. I know I will try. Sending warm thanks this season to everyone who supports the show on Patreon. Thank you so much, my friends. Lots of love to you this week and always. If you'd like to support the show on a monthly basis, check us out at patreon.com slash darkcoldnight. For every supporter of $1 US or more a month, you can receive access to my complete podcast soundtrack, which is growing all the time. For every supporter of $5 US or more a month, you get that perk as well as a monthly tarot reading video I put up for the full moon. And of course, I also shout out new patrons here and on my social media pages. Again, to learn more, visit patreon.com slash darkcoldnight. If you'd prefer to donate one time and with no additional perks, you can do so at ko-fi.com slash darkcoldnight. And if you'd like some wearable merch, you can see our t-shirts and hoodies at bonfire.com slash on-a-dark-cold-night. A great free way to support the show is to leave us a rating and a review. On that note, Guess what? It looks like Spotify now lets you rate podcasts. So if you could drop by my Spotify page to give me some stars, I would really appreciate that. And of course, leaving a review on iTunes is another great way to help out. You can also do so on my Facebook page. Uh, you can follow me there. It's just called On A Dark Cold Night. Or on Twitter at A Dark Cold Night. Instagram at Dark Cold Night Podcast. On YouTube, the channel's just called On A Dark Cold Night or on TikTok at Kristen Zaza, K-R-I-S-T-E-N-Z-A-Z-A. Thank you so much for spending this winter solstice with me, my friends. What brings you light in this extended darkness? What brings you warmth when it's bitterly cold? What brings you clarity, even in chaos? Some things I'm reflecting on tonight. My warm wishes to you, my friends. However you usually celebrate this time, I ask you to celebrate a little more this year. Because, why not? Good night, my friends. Sleep well.
This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar.